Well, hello, Sobo neighbors, and welcome to SouthBmore.com's podcast, Sobo Spotlight. In this first episode of Sobo Spotlight, which is a podcast featuring interviews with people from around South Baltimore, we're going to talk with Federal Hill Main Street Executive Director Kathy Rosenbaum. Kathy will discuss Federal Hill's large expansion of outdoor seating that includes the closure of the north side of the unit block of East Cross Street and parklet outdoor dining areas in place of street parking. She also talks about the work of the business community during the COVID-19 pandemic. And now here's Kevin Lynch and Kathy Rosenbaum. Hey, Kathy, thanks for joining us today. Hi, it's great to be here. Thank you. Awesome. So I know there's a lot going on in Federal Hill Main Street, some uh, initiatives with outdoor dining. So why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about what your organization has been up to? We've been working together with the restaurants and the residents and the bars and the retailers with all of the different stakeholders in Federal Hill to implement a comprehensive plan to um, kind of revitalize the neighborhood and kind of get everybody into a, into, you know, slowly getting back on track, you know, given the impact of COVID. So the key elements of the plan include uh, setting up outside dining in the parking spots on the streets, as well as on the sidewalk. Uh, we have 18 restaurants that, and bars that will be participating in that, which is really exciting. Um, all of the infrastructure is going up. Um, it'll be finished hopefully by the end of the day. And then we're going to work on phase two, which will be um, kind of, making it a really fun, welcoming, engaging space. Um, and some of those elements that we'll be looking at in terms of the best way to implement that would be um, looking at some really exciting street art or sidewalk art, um, doing some string lighting, doing some possibly doing some uh, sales, you know, that would be like shade sales or maybe some type of sloped um, tenting and or umbrellas. Um, and, and just kind of encouraging each restaurant to really kind of brand their space and make it theirs, um, and just kind of extend it out. And I think this is going to be really transformative for our neighborhood. I think it's going to be really fabulous already. Last night, we had a lot of people out walking about and they were all excited and, and just like really happy to see this kind of moving forward. Very cool. And uh, talk about, I know there's going to be some parklets on, on Charles Street and Light Street and then a, a closure of Cross Street. So just talk to me about what Cross Street's going to look like and then talk about those parklets going in. Yep. On the north side of parks of um, East Cross Street will be closed between Light and Charles. Um, and they'll be dining on both sides of the street. Um, so that's kind of fun. The market's going to be putting a bunch of tables outside, and we have restaurants on this side, um, Abbey Burger, One Star, um, Pub Dog, and Spoons uh, participating. I just want to explain that the rationale was we initially wanted to keep it open some of the time, but uh, the city said to us that we have not been very respectful of signage indicating when you can park and not park. And they were trying very hard to avoid a situation where someone would come when the street was open, return when the street was closed, and try to drive out when the street was full of people, which is not safe. They said that we need to actually close it all the time. So that's what we're doing for safety. And the south side uh, will actually be open all the way through. So um, there will be parklet dining on um, both sides of that as well. And they will have hard barriers, which are like offer a lot more protection against vehicular traffic. We won't need the hard barriers on the north side because the street is closed. 
So that's exciting. And then on Charles and Light, we'll, rem- we'll maintain the two-way traffic and we will have parklets again in the parking spaces with hard, you know, water-filled Jersey wall barriers that weigh like 2,000 pounds. So, I, I, you know, that's what is um, required to keep everyone safe. And then we're going to work on decorating it and having fun. So... Those are the main street impacts. Awesome. And uh, how does this impact deliveries for the uh, restaurants? Uh, what's the new protocols in place for them to, to get everything into their restaurant? They will have access to both sides of East Cross. Um, we have um, a traffic pattern worked out with the um, with GOT traffic and the permit office to accommodate deliveries and also to accommodate emergency service and, and sanitation yeah. as well. Awesome. And uh, I know the uh, South Baltimore Gateway Partnership has been a, a partner for you guys on this. So just tell me a little bit about their uh, input on this project. They've been amazing. They've been totally involved and supportive from the get-go. They truly believe in this project and the importance of supporting the local businesses and helping them get back on their feet. We've been working together with South Baltimore Gateway Partnership, with EDSA, which is a landscape architecture firm who is doing the plan for Federal Hill Pro Bono, which is worth about $10,000. And we're also working with the Neighborhood Design Center to look at all different types of best practices and how we can really kind of work together to select what's best for Federal Hill and for our neighborhood and our businesses. And is this temporary? Could this be permanent? I guess tell me about the uh, going forward COVID reality or not. The permit is in place until June of 2021, unless all of the restrictions from COVID are are lifted. What the goal is, is we'd like to try to kind of use this as an opportunity to kind of, at least for East Cross Street, uh, to kind of see if this is something that everyone is very you know, responsive to, which is exactly what we expect. And then look at some traffic impact studies and things like that. And if everyone, if it's working and it's it's supporting everyone and it's, you know, it's something we decide we want to move forward with permanently, then we'll put that permit process in place. That is our long-term goal to make it more permanent, but we understand we need to kind of tweak it and make sure that it's all working before we address that issue. So is this kind of a case where your back's against the wall and it's a good time to try something experimental that maybe you've always wanted to do and kind of see how it goes and to know for sure? Yeah, it's actually an opportunity because with COVID, we have the city has obviously relaxed some of the rules in terms of expediency in obtaining permits. You know, you still go through the same process, the same checks and balances, same safety measures, but they're speeding it up. And they're being a little more open-minded about what we can and can't do to kind of make it all work. So we're taking full advantage of that and, uh, you know, really, you know, working as a team with all sorts of different stakeholders and city agencies that we're doing it the best way we can, the safest and the most effective way to support the businesses. And I know the idea of a pedestrian cross street has been talked about for many years, Um was there any reason for not moving this forward in the past or was it funding or was it, I guess, tell me about what maybe prevented it in the past. I, my understanding is that um, the process to implement it pre-COVID was very cumbersome and very time intensive and required a lot of different types of um, information. Um, at this point, they are kind of trying to expedite everything and, you know, work with you to creatively think outside the box. So this is why it's a perfect time to to move forward with it and, you know, give us 
a chance to get the information we need to show how it's working. I mean, we have letters of support for this from all sorts of neighborhood agencies, you know, so that's why it's so important that we really take advantage of this opportunity and use it to learn what works, what could we make better, and then we'll have really solid information uh, to present to make it a more permanent installation if that's the direction the stakeholders want to go in. As far as parking, any concern about this many parking spots being taken away? I know business owners are love those parking spots the most. So has there been any concern about the uh, subtraction of parking in the area? You know, we are taking away parking. That is that is a given. But we are also going to be adding signage about parking on the garage. And we're also requesting that the businesses uh, encourage or strongly encourage their employees to park outside of the core neighborhood because What's been happening in the past is a lot of the staff has been parking in the prime retail and business restaurant area. Just alleviating that component would help tremendously. Kathy, I had just one question for you. I'm just curious about uh, any potential for live music. Does this change anything, do you think? Or will they be open to uh, possibly having bands or any sort of live entertainment to kind of add to the the ambiance of the outdoor dining? That is something we are very interested in as well. Um, and I know it's happening around the state and around the country. Um, currently, it is not, um, the permit does not incorporate music. So we are working to see if we can, you know, build that in because I do think that's a really key part of the experience of coming to Federal Hill, you know, um, and it's something we feel really strongly about that we need to advocate for. And uh, Kathy, while we have you, obviously, COVID-19 has been a really tough time for businesses around the world. And uh, certainly Federal Hill has not been immune from that. But certainly, surprisingly, as you look, Federal Hill's actually gained some business as, as some of these retail storefronts have um, are, are, have new businesses that are coming. We haven't seen much attrition from our restaurants. So just talk to me about the overall welfare of the uh, small business community in Federal Hill from, from what you're seeing. You know, it's it's been a struggle for everyone, um, but we have been working hand in hand with businesses in Federal Hill to help them know what grants and what loan opportunities are available. We've been having video conference calls to explain um, opportunities to help them, you know, follow through on that to, you know, provide the necessary links to make it happen. We've also been we did seven weeks of community outreach to, you know, check in on what all of the stakeholders wanted in terms of closing the streets and outside dining and parking and everything else. So I guess we're doing that. We also did a Facebook poll to find out how many people would like us to to close both sides. And we had over a thousand votes and 96% were in favor of closing both sides of of East Cross. So there, there is a lot of community support to move in this direction. Um, And it's something that we're really excited about. And we, we view our role as a main street, not to just do projects like this, but to support the businesses year round and help them do, you know, get funding for facade improvements and make contacts and work together to really maximize their opportunities. Well, we really appreciate everybody's hard work. I know there were some uh, 
people predicting we might lose half of our retail businesses and restaurants when uh, the pandemic was going on. And uh, that certainly has not been the case in Federal Hill. And we just we appreciate everybody's hard work from the organizations and community organizations to the small business owners themselves. You know, without the small business, Federal Hill's just any random neighborhood. So we're, we're very appreciative that our business community is still strong. I know it's been tough for them, but it's great to see the, the fight that they have as we can continue to be an incredibly unique neighborhood. I totally agree. They really have been working hard to try to think outside the box and to be creative and how they're approaching this. It is a struggle, but it's also an opportunity. And that's something that I think it's actually bringing our neighborhood together because we've been doing so much outreach and so much, you know, listening that that's another silver lining. So I think in the end, we're going to be a much stronger, more vibrant neighborhood. Oh, we sure are, Kathy. And thank you so much for coming on today. It gives me hope to think, when was the last time 96% of people in this neighborhood agreed on anything? Yep, (laughs) I agree totally. Any last words for our audience? Come on down to Federal Hill. You're going to have a great time. 